What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to The Credit Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast. I am Maxwell Brown, and I am joined this evening by Ross Legg to talk about uh, well, one of the one of the great finishes of a, of an IPL game. It had it had a bit of everything, didn't it, Ross? How are you feeling after after that? I'm not a KKR fan, and I'm absolutely seething. So I can't <laughs> I can't I, I can't begin to imagine what the KKR fans are feeling because oh, disgrace, absolute disgrace. Um, but other than that, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure we all uh, we all know what uh, what you're referring to there. But before we uh, get straight into that, because to be honest, I mean, I, I can't think of anywhere else we can start because that's all I can think about. Uh, but if you can try and rack your brains, Ross, and uh, remind our listeners and viewers of the messages before we get into the, the good stuff. Yes, we love the fact that so many of you take your time to watch it every evening and everything um, in your morning, whatever. So um, can you please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel? If you're listening to this on the podcast, then please follow us on whatever you, whatever stream you watch us on or stream, supplier, provider, whatever. Um, we also have Patreon uh, where we've had more and more people sign up. So that is brilliant. So that's Patreon slash the cricket pod jack normally does that bit and we are sponsored by the cricket podcast no we're not we're sponsored by woodstock cricket we are the cricket podcast <laughs> no i just put on buzzed max i'm absolutely buzzed um but i think yeah let's let's where, where do you want to start do we go straight into the punjab kings versus king uh, kkr or do we start with yesterday i think we've got to go straight in we've got to go yes yeah let's, let's channel we've got this to go channel straight this. In. While it's fresh, um, and where in where in that game do you want to start, Ross? Do you do you want to? Should we take it back to uh, a few hours ago, if you can remember that far, or should we go straight into uh, King Legends' reprieve? No, nah, let's 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 go back to the start. Let's, uh, right. let's, let's get a little bit of composure. Let's get back to us our normal yeah. professional self. So um, we'll tease we'll tease that, and hopefully by the time we get there, we'll have sort of uh, calmed down a bit and be able to think rationally. Well, this podcast, anything but rational, but it's definitely uh, tried to get there. Um, so let's start with the team, shall we, Max? So Chris Gale um, has left the IPL by um, the sounds of it. So oh. he's not been he's not been dropped. Um, he's cited bubble fatigue. And I think he's left the IPL is, uh, if, is the rumours. Um, if it is bubble fatigue, I mean, his form hasn't been too brilliant in this as well. And I think going from hotel to hotel is probably not great for that. So... Um, yeah, probably bad for his back at his age as well, lugging his yeah. uh, suitcase up the stairs. Um, but that might well be the last time we get to see Chris Gale in the IPL. I mean, there are two other teams coming into the uh, thing next year. Um, I mean, we are making this assumption that the two new teams are going to be idiots at this stage, which may not be the maybe not be the case. One of them might yeah. employ Dan Weston and win it. Yeah, that's true. Sunrisers Hyderabad might well pick up Chris Gale, so that oh, might yeah. be a, so. Who knows? But I think. Um, I think it's yeah quite a sad ending, if so. So I hope to see him back. Um, but what that actually meant for uh, Punjab Kings was that actually the balance to their side seemed a little bit better, actually, because 
Agarwal was in at the top. Um, Fabian Allen and Sharat Khan. Sharat Khan finally back into the side and making up that engine room in the middle, um, which I think was positive. Um, but for KKR, um, they'd, they'd suffered a little bit, right? Lockie Ferguson was out and they decided to do a like-for-like replacement with wicketkeeper batsman Tim Seifert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, of course, left them with uh, Venkatesh Aya as their fifth bowler, meaning he pretty much had to bowl um, four overs, although they managed to squeeze Nitish Rana one out to uh, to save everyone having to bowl their full complement. But, uh, yeah, so two, two, two very different approaches to, um, to forced withdrawals there, weren't there? One, you'd say, probably sensible, and, uh, and one completely bonkers. But... You know that's uh, that's the way that's the way the three D four D chess brains of these these franchises work sometimes I suppose. <laughs> um, I, something that uh, I don't know who one one of you two posted on Twitter um, was uh, Nicholas Puran, yep. where he should have come in. Uh, what probably what instead of uh, Deepak Hooder, I guess or or Aiden Aiden Markram. So I mean you spoke about Punjab Kings getting the the balance of their side better. Due to due to that sort of forced uh, exit of Chris Gale, and they promptly decided to get it wrong anyway. Uh, I mean, there is a bit where Puran is a good player. Let's not get that wrong; he is a good player, but he's not a great player. And like, if if you've got these T Twenty sides, if you're bringing like A B De Villiers, then you can be like, okay, right, actually, we can move him around the order, and he's probably going to hit runs anywhere he's at. Um, Nicholas Puran this season, and we've spoken about it a couple of times, has found himself coming in where either the run rate is really high um, or the, or they need to make sure they're posting a good score. And yet he's coming in at over seven, maybe. So I think it came in in the eighth over today. Mm. My view on Nicholas Puran is that he should not be coming in where their two best bowlers, and in this case it was going to be Chakravarti and Narine, um, still had overs in the tank, or if they've got multiple overs in the tank, I'm kind of sitting there going, you want Puran to be coming up against Tim Southey, um, Tim, Tim Seifert if he bowls, <laughs> uh, uh, or Ayer. Um, and in, in this case, I just think he just came in a bit too early. I, I didn't really understand it. They've got Markram. Just because Markram hit runs at number four last week doesn't mean he's going to necessarily hit runs at four this week. Like They've been moving people around. The logic for me was to move Markram up the order to three. Yeah, absolutely. Markram at three, I think, would would work uh, for me, especially with the, with the way uh, they like to take the game uh, deep in uh, Punjab. But you know, yeah, it's just frustrating. I just think, um, and people will look at Puran and just be like, oh, actually, this is just not that good. And I'm just not sure that's the case. I'm not buying into that kind of narrative. I think he is a good player, just being misused, like Glenn Maxwell was last year. I think. Mm. Uh, fair enough. So, I mean, let's, let's get into the Knight Riders uh, innings then. Um, and I suppose the only place to start there really has got to be a uh, man of the moment, Venkatesh Iyer. He's, he's amazing. He's absolutely amazing. And uh, I just like that he's got a, um, he's got a swagger about him. Hmm. Now, um, I like the fact that he wants to wear a helmet as little amount of time as possible as well. Well, like, yeah, yeah, I gather it's sweltering out there. <laughs> I don't know what and the like, temperatures are, but you know, sometimes there is a bit where if like in what when you watch like um Coley do it, there is a bit where Cody's just like, okay, fine, I'm just gonna do it because I'm very at Cody because I'm absolutely brilliant. Um, but Venky's is literally just like, nope, next over. Oh yeah, yeah. bring it back on, take it off again. Doesn't even need um, a hat. 
yeah, it doesn't even need hat. He's just got these flowing locks and he just does just doing what he wants, really. He's, yeah. he's literally living his best life, which I think is amazing. Um, but he's just got so much flair about him. He's got the like the classic like left-handed like flick off the legs. He's got great wrists. And there was a uh, shot off of a slower ball from Nathan Ellis today where he, he's picked the slower ball and he's just waiting for it. And he's, oh, he's yeah. down and he's and he flicks it. It literally does like this whip, like, oh, like elastic wrist flick over to the boundary. And none of the commentators could actually believe what they saw. Oh, it was, it was phenomenal. And uh, to, you know, to, to go along with that, that kind of batting, he also, for the well, for pretty much the first, let's say, 75% of his innings, it was all just really nice classic cricket shots, wasn't it? Just just nice stroke making, great timing. Um, and, uh, and yeah, really, really well done by him. He's in uh, mm-hmm. excellent form and, uh, and look, looks, uh, looks a cracking player. So uh, another excellent... Um, no, another excellent op- uh, option for for India on the uh, conveyor belt of of young exciting players in their uh, in their white ball uh, white ball side. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Shubman Gill has been on that on that conveyor belt that you're talking about there, Max. Mm. Um, he was cleaned up by an absolute beauty from Arshdeep Singh. Yeah, Arshdeep's looking all right, isn't he? He's a he's a, a really really good good bowler especially yeah well he's, he's he, and he, i think no he does it he does the power play but he does the death overs as well doesn't he he uh um showed it with that last ball again to uh dk in this innings right on the money uh sort of middle stump funny. yorker uh, i mean yeah kartik had just run off just he was on it was on the next pitch yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. i'm I not sure what he was attempting there but uh I guess I don't know this, but I'm guessing that Dennis Kartik had played a lot of hockey when he was younger because he's got the bit of like the hockey start. <laughs> that's the like, like low down slap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it is. It is, if I'm not mistaken, the national sport in uh, in India. So entirely, entirely plausible. Um, so, uh, I yeah, Venkatesh was great. Shubham Gill cleaned up. Didn't look great. Um, and then I, I think. For for KKR for me, I mean the, the turnaround from the first half of the the uh, this season has been pretty impressive and it feels like for me they've got they've sort of gone inverse mumbai indians where mumbai succeeded last year with their top four being excellent but who now can't buy a run um mm. kkr have turned it around they've you know venkatesh has gone in started uh smack it around and um tripati and nitish rana have been exceptional um yeah absolutely uh, I just thought they're, they're in the middle. It's great, right? Because they are they're they're bailing out Owen Morgan at the moment. Yeah, big like, time. Mo- Morgan Morgan cannot buy a run. Like it's like it's getting to the point where it's going to be a huge concern for KKR, and I mean England as well, right? England want to go and win that World Cup, and their captain who's led them to their most glorious moment in an <laughs> England shirt in the last what decade genuinely can't hit it off the square. Oh, it's horrifically out of nick. Maybe you should try batting right-handed. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's it's a it's a huge huge problem for them. I mean, yeah, like I say the sort of. I mean, today they posted a. Um, I'd say oh, it was a defendable target. I think it was it was definitely competitive. You saw that from the game, and I, I think really they should have won it. And if they'd had probably uh, some better bowling options and some better catching and some better umpiring mm-hmm. decisions, then um, perhaps they uh, they would have done. But um, the sort of the score they got was pretty much entirely front loaded, wasn't it? It was the. The, um, to use the, the phrase again, the intent machines uh, that that they've uh, that they've developed um, that that sort of got them to a, a good score. And yeah, I mean, Owen Morgan's just like clogging it up, isn't he? He's clogging up a uh, an overseas spot 
the, the issue I've got is that when when you look at some of these pro players, is that the position is that when you get a, a pro but like a good level bowler, Mohamed Shami is a class class bowler. There's, there's anyone's doubting that that international pedigree that he has, and he completely found him out here. But what you have in some batsmen is that they can actually go up against people who are just like about their level, or they try and take down everyone every again. Morgan seems to be getting out just by run of the mill bowlers. Like mm. Shami might have got him out today, but there's the bit where Morgan is not taking. Yeah, the very average Ravi Ashwin got him out the other day. Yeah, he's, 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 he's so average. I mean, <laughs> if there's no spirit of cricket, get off the pitch, Ravi. <laughs> That's clearly a sarcasm. The sarcasm, by the way, for all of you. But you know, there is a bit where I don't think. I think anyone could get him out at the moment. Like, I, I generally think there is a there's a bit where Nitish Rana could have got him out, and Nitish Rana should not be bowling today. But um, we'll come on to that in a second. Um, what, what I do want to talk about is how well the Punjab Kings bowling lineup actually looked with Mohammed Shami, Bishnoi, and Arshdeep. I thought they actually bowled really well together mm. in that side and actually limited them. Um, but Max, I, the biggest question I had is why did Tim Seifert play um, number one? Why is he coming above Narine? Correct. He's got a yeah. strike rate of 130 in his domestic T20 career. Um, and in this, kind of thing, I, he, was an, he was a complete passenger today. Oh, uh, three days ago, Sunil Narine hit, well, it was 21 off 10, but it was basically 20 off 6. And he sort of dragged KKR over the line where they were sort of starting to, to falter a bit. Um, you just, yeah, you just think six balls of Narine firing would have, well, it would have won the game, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. And it's like those fine margins, right? And, and like Nitish Rana did an unbelievable job. I, hit, I think he was striking at what, about 170, got like yeah. 30 off of about kind of 17 balls or yeah. something. And it, like that is what you need from that engine room. And that engine room completely failed today. And just that balance again was completely off. And I just didn't understand the point in adding a another wicketkeeper into this team. It just it didn't make any sense to me. If you're going to bat Tim Seifert that, that, that far down... Just oh, pick an all rounder. Just pick yeah. an all rounder. I mean, what, so, I mean what, what other options do they have? Is, is it Ben Ben Cutting? Is he? Uh... He probably hasn't turned. He's probably not allowed back into probably Australia is he? because <laughs> they're, they're stupid rules. Um, but the, the, I just didn't really follow what they were trying to achieve today. Um, but to be fair to them, they took it to the last over, right? So uh, I think we need to before we move into the um, Punjab Kings batting. Uh, well bowled, um, Rafi Bishnoi. We've said, but why is he not? Why has he not been in this Punjab Kings team since day one? In this, uh, this yeah, season he should have played every game. He's great. He's he is quality. Yeah, yeah took two wickets again, going at what five point five and over. Like, what an asset to have in this side. Um, let's talk about the batting then. Um, Max, you were texting me earlier saying that Morgan uh, <laughs> had a bit of a shocker at the start. Uh, yeah, I, I, Agarwal first ball, wasn't it? Straight at him. Um, but I thought the bigger shocker was the fact that the last two games that um, Punjab Kings have played, um, there's been a clear strategy against their top order. Like their top order is where the runs come from. Like K.O. Rahul hits the majority of takes up most of the balls, but hits their runs, <laughs> Agarwal, whatever. Um, but teams have figured out if you can bowl spin early on where their matchups are favourable, um, it works out for you. I mean, the last two games, what, K.O. Rahul got 21 twice or whatever it is off the same amount of balls what was lemon and morgan actually thinking here to open with tim southy and mavi i didn't i just didn't get it if like if you get out the top two it's pretty you're, you're going to win that game 
Yeah, well, um, I mean, you're, you're going to have to ask them, aren't you? Because uh, they basically uh, played played into their hands. And they actually, I mean, of course, Kale Rahul didn't really uh, get going for uh, what's about what's about forty odd balls until he got above a strike rate of a hundred, wasn't it? For for most of today, which is uh, not not great, really. But um, Agarwal, uh, pretty much. Uh, uh, well, he he made made the most of it, didn't he, Agarwal? Um, he's a class, he's a class class player, Agarwal. Like he's a very very like if if Punjab Kings are not looking to retain Agarwal, he should go for a decent chunk of cash, I think, in the next one. Um, Krishna in the chat, thank you very much. Yeah, Shakib Al Hassan would have been would have been on the bench. They might as well have played Harbhajan Singh today instead of Tim Seifert. Like that, that genuinely is such yeah. a bad pick that it's just it's frustrating. Um, but anyway, let's go back to what we were talking about. Um, I felt KKR got their team wrong. Their catching, as you say, Max, was, that was I mean, abysmal. I think I, I, I counted five. I counted five drops. I got more. Did that include the, the last ball as well? Yeah, yeah, it includes the last ball. Um, so that, well, oh, I think so. But yeah, Morgan at uh, Agarwal. I think Tripati then dropped one at cover. Yeah. Um, you had um, Benke dropped one on the boundary. Yeah, cracking effort. To be fair, that oh, that was it was it was ridiculous. Because what I love about those moments is that um, they are, and cricket seems to do this all the time. There is that moment of brilliance, and your whole but when you take a catch, with everyone who's played cricket, when you take a catch, you're just like I've done right here. When you take an unbelievable catch, <laughs> you're just like you're on a different level. And Venki was in that position of going, I've just taken a one-handed catch after what a seventy-meter hit or whatever. And then immediately, there's not like a split second, it has all completely gone wrong for him. And that 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 immediate shame of dropping it over the boundary crumble. You can see his legs yeah. crumble from beneath him as he realized what was about to happen. It, it's, it's like, it was like a piece of performance art that was. <laughs> it, it, made, it made me feel things I didn't even know I had the capability of feeling. Um, but that to me was they were just those small moments and I think everything, um, like we talk about cricketing gods sometimes, and uh, the cricketing gods were certainly favouring uh, Punjab Kings today. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have also yeah, mentioned Shakib, like left-arm spinner as well. They could have opened with Shakib. Like, that, would have, that would have been in your, uh, in your plan, no doubt. So, um, yeah, not, uh, not, not great from, from that front. Yeah, the, the, um, what, what, I mean, what do you think was the worst drop of the lot oh i mean I, I wish i wish that catch was taken on the boundary of the last ball yeah because he, he had it oh, in two would, hands yeah two he hands. did he basically just threw it over he caught it and then just threw it over the oh yeah yeah <laughs> he did exactly that he threw, yeah, he threw, he threw it threw out the very thing that mattered yeah um yeah i just it was just the whole thing i think oh and the um one between was it short fine leg oh and yes. Kartik, yeah and they Dennis literally just looked at was, each other well he was basically there Dennis Kartik yeah. was basically just needed to extend his arms and then just sort of stopped and looked at. Yeah. I, I don't. He, he must have been put off by the guy coming in. But yeah, I mean this. I mean this is the business end as well, isn't it? It was those those fine margins really that I think uh, um, it cost cost KKR, didn't it? They should have uh, they should have been able to win that game, right? and and they they just didn't didn't perform, but, didn't, didn't get their decisions right, didn't bowl well enough, um, didn't pick the right team. You know, when like uh, you had, um, again, you know, you're looking at the people that they had to, to bowl. Mm. 
You know, if you make if you're making this Rana bowl, you've got it wrong. Yeah, I, I, like, I completely agree with you. Venkatesh Iyer bowling the last over on the back of one game where he nailed some Yorkers, like yeah, it's it's bonkers. Um, yeah. Well, but Max, we have to talk about the big fat elephant in the room. Yeah, we are, aren't we? We've been dancing around it. It's time to time to get to it. KL Rahul. The ball eater was in a different league today in terms of ball eating. He was munching on the, the whole way through. And it's, it is painful that he has gotten away with it. Because when you face, what, I think 55 balls, 67, yep. he, was, he was out. There's no other way around it. He was out. I, 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 the second the guy that started going, oh, can we just go in and out, go in Watch it fall back. The slow-mo always makes it look worse. And I know if Jack was on the podcast, he'd be sitting there going, oh, well, it might have been this, might be that. You watch it, it is, it's a clean catch. It is a the brilliant The slow-mo always catch. makes it look worse. The slow-mo made it look out. Yeah. And it was like that his... bit where, it's, where, where are his fingers? This is the bit for me. Where are his fingers? They are clearly, you can't see his fingers because they're protecting the ball from the grass. And I know this is a ridiculous thing to be animated about, but it was just out. Well, it's not though, is it? Because like the whole the, the the whole point, like their job is to look at a. It's it's like VAR. You like you look at something on a screen. You look at a number like you get hundred replays, and then come to the wrong decision. It's just it's it's mind boggling. I suppose it's not. Um, it is perhaps less clear-cut than than some things that uh, that you could complain about. But, like, you saw the ball go into his hands, you saw the fingers under the ball, and you saw nothing else, like, to that was, that was different from that from that viewpoint. It's uh, it, it's insane. And we uh, we sort of lament the uh, the soft signal in, mm-hmm. um, uh, well, certainly in, in, in this country, uh, because you've got the umpire saying, oh, yeah, I think it's probably out from 70 metres away when they clearly cannot see. But I reckon today, if a soft signal was in play, it would have been a soft signal or out, and it would have been given within five, ten seconds. Like, Yeah, there, there, was, there, was, ne- there was definitely not enough to there to turn it over, right? There was, there was not enough there. And I was just... It's so frustrating because that moment, regardless if you can blame KKR for dropping the catches, etc., because some of them were difficult, to be fair. Some of them were less difficult. But that moment was the one because Kale Rahul was on pretty much a strike rate of about 105, which is dreadful, absolutely dreadful. Um, he hit two sixes. Um, oh, his first, I think his first one came on the 36th ball he faced or something. Mm. It, is, it is crippling to watch this guy win a game after batting so fucking badly and it, i think that... in, in fairness i mean the fact that they, it may have been slightly my fault ross because it was sort of immediately after i said uh to ross on whatsapp before today uh for the show that i hope ross goes in two-footed on kale rahul which was when he immediately then hit a six so uh i just find it so it was it's really difficult. In the chat, NDJ said that the third umpire was like so nervous. It, it was. It was it was completely nervous. And I mean, look, we are England English cricket fans, England cricket fans. If we go back to the test matches in India and remember where we reviewed that one and that there was no it was the court, it was the court mm. of um I can't remember who it was, but it was short short leg caught it, right? Yeah. 
and, and they just didn't show them catching the, the ball. Just like, oh, you're clearly asking just for LBW. That's not what we're doing on a review. They literally have one job here to go and have a look at this catch. And the third umpire uh, absolutely shit himself. And it was just like, <laughs> what, what, like what are you doing? Like, it was just so, so frustrating. Um, you but... could tell. The, the annoying thing with those is where you could tell after he'd seen every angle and then kept asking for more angles, he was always going to give it not out. Yeah, like because he, he already had the evidence to say it was out. He just kept kept looking. My my my, my big thing on this one is why just look at the slow mo? And I know that sounds ridiculous, but when you are looking at full speed on that, that Chipati has made an unbelievable catch, and just oh, it just really really frustrated me because you know that all KL Rahul is doing is going in his head. Get a red inca. Doesn't matter if Punjab Kings win. Just get a red inca and get huh. get the orange cap. That That's orange exactly cap. what. And just that selfish behaviour. Like Punjab Kings do not deserve to go to the playoffs. They are a badly run franchise. They've got poor tactics for the most part, and they've got Kale Rahul at the top. Yep. Um, and it's just quite annoying that they've they've won today. I don't even like. Well, KKR. Hopefully, hopefully they've done the Mumbai Indians a favour. That's yes. uh, that's the silver lining. Yeah, and that's the, that's the frustration, I think. But um, what does need to happen is we need to give some real credit to Sharat Khan. So, um, yes, lot, yeah, lot, we do, lot, we do. On the podcast that we did earlier this week, Max, we were talking about that they need that they didn't need to have Mandeep Singh up the top of the order. What they needed was another person in that middle order to actually do something and actually mm. be able to clear the rope and be able to hit those boundaries. Sharat Khan comes in, 22 of nine balls, one, four, two, sixes, strike rate of 244. Yeah. Wins, and, win, wins in the game and yeah. bails out Kale Rahul. Absolutely, and the, the fact that he was put in that position and had to had to do that is is mad. Like from the position they were in, um, it's 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 insane that it was down to that kind of hitting at the end. But um, fortunately for yeah Punjab, they finally picked someone who's capable of uh, of that kind of hitting, and he he looked every bit like he should be there in every game, didn't he? Yeah, like, like full, like, full respect to Sharat Khan. Like, did a brilliant job. He um, got one over on the other Sharat Khan, who I think is one of the owners of KKR or the owner of KKR. So, uh, um, fair play to him. Um, a frustrating day for anybody who likes cricket, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, shall we move on, Max? Because there was another game yesterday. Yes, let's uh, let's uh, briefly go over the goings on of yesterday. Although it was uh, slightly. Um... Uh, slightly less uh, incident-filled than um, than today's was, but it did go down to the final ball some somehow or other. Uh, Sunrisers uh, against CSK, uh, the perennial losers against top of the table runaway leaders, and it very much looked like it was going to be a very quick, done and dusted victory. Although the pitch was um, clearly quite slow, as uh, Kevin Peterson was at pains to point out every other ball. Um, Sunrisers scored 130 odd um, in the end. I should probably get the scorecard up so we can know exactly what they scored. But I think it was it was 134, 135, um, and uh, you know, not great, but <laughs> kind of what you'd expect from uh, from Sunrisers, uh, given the way they've been playing. But there was a feeling that it might have been a little difficult to chase down. I mean, Rudiman Sahar was in there for 46 balls and only managed to score. 44 he's obviously not the uh not not known for being a a, a blaster of the of the ball over the place but he's uh he's a pretty decent cricketer um so uh, suggests that there was some um there were some struggles there with the uh, with the wicket but 
I mean, that was basically how the how the Sunrise's innings went along, wasn't it? It was just plodding one uh, one ball at a time. Jason Royce striking a, a magnificent twenty eight point seven for his two off seven balls. The man brought in to uh, to try and score some uh, quick runs. And um, well, I think Sunrise is again uh, indebted to Abhishek Sharma and Abdul Samad for getting anywhere near a. Um, competitive total it was nice to see that they've come in and sort of actually been able to do that and have some hitting down the order because it's something they've lacked for a while um and Rashid Khan did uh his well he played his usual trick didn't he of like actually being quite good at swiping the bat of the ball and it going for four somehow in some weird direction I've never seen him stand there in middle one over the bowler's head but he's always he's always getting runs so uh yeah, fair play. <laughs> it's a, a good trick to have up the sleeve. But what about DJ Bravo, Ross? Oh, he's, he's incredible. He's, he's had a renaissance. I think it's the only way I can kind of talk about it. It's like the guy since the turn of, uh, well, since the return of the IPL this year has been absolutely brilliant. Like he, he, like the CSK have been absolutely brilliant. Now, respect has to go to their team, right? I mean, Dhoni's doing a fantastic job kind of, kind of steering that massive ship that is... Um, at CSK, but Dwayne Bravo delivering time and time again. And I think here, what he took, oh, did two, for two, wickets? I think yeah. two for 17 or four. It was his 300th IPL wicket. I mean, the, the guys, the guys phenomenal. And uh, on the, um, just before the IPL was on Selly today, they had uh, one of the, the, they had classic IPL matches on Sky. And mm. it was when Dwayne Bravo hit 67 off of about 27 balls uh, against Mumbai Indians. And it was just a, uh, and then Kido Yadav came up and won them the game, which I found <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Um, but yeah, look, Dwayne Bravo has been good for such a long period of time. And he is genuinely a, a champion. Um, but Max, you, you talked a little bit about um, Sunrise's Hyderabad batting. Mm. And yeah, Dwayne Bravo was good with the ball. Hazelwood was good with the ball. Yeah. Um, but what I found interesting was Saha's approach. So Riddiman Saha, he hogged the strike in the power play. And if um, if you're Riddiman Saha, your job is not to hog the strike. Your job is to give the other batsmen, whether it's David Warner, whether it's Jason Roy, whether whoever it's going to be, is to give them the strike. And when you get on strike, do your best. Like you, that's that's your role. Um, and I know that sounds a little bit probably patronising to what is a, an unbelievably good wicketkeeper, but he's not an all all, all systems go player. Um, but this in this regard, I think he's faced like seventy percent of the balls in the power play. And when Jason Royce again at the other end, like you've seen what the guy can do. He did it last game, and yet if you starve him with the strike and then you put the pressure on someone because you're not hitting any runs, he hit two sixes, Riddiman Saha, and then went on to face what 46 deliveries out of their innings i think it yeah. was in the end yeah um with a strike rate of less than 100 like that, that that's that's the bit where you just like what what the hell happens so for 10 but like to forget the forget the two sixes that he hit like for 12 balls he did fuck all um so it's a bit we just saw 10 balls and it's just frustrating when sunrisers are trying to make the right i've said frustrating a lot tonight and yeah. when they're trying to make the right decisions and yet some of their players aren't on the same hymn sheet um, so hogging the strike through the power play is one thing. Hogging the strike throughout most of the innings, putting pressure on everyone else, that's just not good cricket, is it? Oh, if it's good enough for Kale Rahul, it's good enough for Riddiman Saha, surely. Um, that's a harsh yeah. comparison of Kale Rahul. <laughs> wow. Even, even, your, even your defending 
KL on that one. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah so, I mean, this, that was the summarizes innings. I mean, that, yeah, pretty much covers it, really. Saha was pedestrian. Um, no one did anything apart from uh, some some hitting at the end. And ultimately, CSK were left with what looked like a pretty simple chase. And it looked very simple while uh, Guyquad and Faf were at the crease. They looked brilliant, didn't they? Guyquad in particular, you know, they brought on um, Rashid Khan to stem the flow a bit after the, the power play when CSK looked um, looked in control. Just came down the weekend, smacked him over his head for six. See you later. The, the confidence of Guy Quad at the moment is is phenomenal, right? And I think um, there was a bit going around on Twitter where Guy, Guy Quad failed a, f- a couple of times in the IPL earlier in the year. And apparently MS came out to him and said, look, you're going to be in the team for the next four games, regardless of what happens. Just chill out. And mm. since that bit, and again, man management, whatever it might be, and sometimes I buy into the Mahindra Singh Dhoni is a, a god amongst men, other times not so much, but actually that man management of Guyquad has been fantastic, right? Yeah, um, good mentoring skills. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> very good mentoring skills. But he just looks like a cut above at the moment. However, it shows you how the pitch, and we kind of talked about sunrises not going along and Riddam and Sahar going under 100. I mean... Only got what, three of their batsmen actually went over 100 in the innings. Yeah. Um, so the pitch wasn't brilliant. However, Guy Quad and Duplessis have got a bit of a burgeoning opening partnership, which is great. Um, but these guys also, they also struggled a little bit. So they managed to hit four sixes and seven fours between them, um, but neither of them struck at more than 118. Yeah. So that, that if you're looking at that, the bowling has been okay. Um, but and then the pitch is probably playing a bit. Yeah, a bit to do with it as well. I think from um, from what I saw, um, to me, it looks. I there was obviously there was a bit of the guy Kwan and Duplessis played. I mean, they played really well and they played some really nice shots. Um, but there was a little bit of. Uh, I mean, they obviously could tell what the pitch was like. So if they saw a full one, they went for it um, because that's that's it. Like when when the pitch is slow, it's the full balls you've got to, you've got to go for because anything that sticks in the pitch becomes. Uh, a little a little tricky and I think there's a combination of them doing that well and sunrises towards the end of the innings pulling their lengths back and making it much more difficult they either they either hit their Yorkers or pulled their length back and, and at that point um, it became a little more difficult to to score the runs but um, I mean they were ahead of the, of the rate like it was the, what they needed just under one a ball from fairly early on like they would you know, got to a point where I think they needed like 60 off 60 and they kind of just sleepwalked into needing something special at the end not not really sure what what happened they just i don't know if they just were a bit confident and thought uh the game was done and um sort of yeah by the end needed to actually pick things up and uh and the man to do it was an ms Dhoni. Well, we say this, but the logic—it well, was the, the, but... the, the, Yeah, the, the the logic is flawed, right? The logic here is flawed. Like, there is no, there is no bit in the last what twelve months. So from last year's IPL, this year's IPL, there's no evidence base for Mahindra Singh Dhoni to be going into bat in this scenario. It should have been Jadeja. Like the logical thing to do would have been putting Jadeja in there and be like, "We're going to go to win this." Knackle, who has sometimes joined the pod, pointed out that actually. Uh, CSK are in such a luxurious position because they are kind of table toppers. They're playing against Sunrisers, so they're pretty much going to be guaranteed a win. 
that Mahindra Singh Dhoni could afford to actually just spend some time in the middle. Like Sunrisers were such a pathetic like, team <laughs> to play against that Mahindra Singh Dhoni could go out and just be like, do you know what? We're not going to lose this. And like, as you said, Ryadu actually batted fine. Like, didn't do anything too special, hit a six at an important point. But there was no point where I, I felt that they, that CSK were panicking. They were just like, look, we're going to win this. And that is such a, one, that's the that's that swagger from a set of champions, which mm. I think is great. But also, is detriment. It's a big sod you to the Sunrise, who just like, yeah, you might have Rashid Khan, you might have Jason Holder, and and those combining to bowl at either end, probably quite a difficult thing to do, right? You got oh two meter Peter kind of releasing it from up here with Jason Holder, getting the awkward bounce, not quite fast, not quite slow, kind of in the middle, and then you got Rashid Khan flat trajectory, kind of going which way is he turning? That's quite difficult to face. But in this regard, I, I thought it was a pretty boss kind of thing from those guys to come out. And then Mahindra Singh Dhoni kind of was like, do you know what, I'm going to hit this with six. And then Boy, play. did he. Yeah. And... I would have liked to have seen how far that went because I'm pretty sure it ended up in the car park. It was <laughs> huge. Um, and yeah, uh, we should probably give some credit to Jason Holder. You mentioned there he came on and um, and sort of, well, not flipped the game because they didn't win it, but um, brought, brought SRH back into the game. Um, with that with that spell and um, and probably was a little bit of a uh, two fingers up to the uh, the West Indies establishment who decided that he wasn't good enough for the uh, for the main squad um, for them despite the fact he was about to spend another like six weeks playing literally on the pitches that they're going to be playing on <laughs> in uh, in the World Cup um, yeah well I think it's just great right I think CSK first team to qualify this year's IPL um, I think you've got to give an awful lot of credit to I mean, yeah, Yellow. No, Max, I was hoping you would be wearing your CSK top yeah, tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's at my parents. Especially I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going home on uh, tomorrow, so I'll pick it up. Nice. Um, but yeah, again, it's difficult, right? Trying to avoid buying into the Dhoni hype. But again, brilliant captaincy. It's been a brilliant performance from their team. And they do have match winners who have been there and done it before. Um, some of those guys, well, this is probably their last IPL. And what a better way to go out, right? They look like the informed team at the moment. Um, and if you look at some of the other ones who are the challenges, Delhi Capital's kind of starting 11 is good, but actually any, you scratch the surface, even one player, and actually it starts to break down. Mumbai Indians in all kinds of bother at the moment. Will they qualify? Will they not qualify? <laughs> RCB might as well be Pakistan. It literally is a complete lottery. They're just like, this 10 overs, let's flip a coin, see how good we are. Oh, this, uh, let's see how good we are. Um, so I think it's, I think it's, I think it's going to be a, a pretty interesting finish. Um, to this IPL. Um, I just mm. really, really hope that Punjab Kings do not make it through. <laughs> After today or, or just in general. Would you have said that anyway? <laughs> I probably would have said that anyway. Um, Max, I think that is everything, unless you've got anything else you'd like to talk about. No, no, uh, nothing from me, unless there are any, uh, any last burning questions that we need to cover. Um, well, um, Babu Rao has just put in the chat, should Morgan start to hide himself in KKR's batting lineup and send Kartik ahead of himself, considering he's not going to be dropped? Uh, we've said that on the last kind of couple of shows, so there's been a couple of people who said, why aren't you talking about Morgan? Well, we have talked about Morgan for the last three times because he's failed just, three just times. It just gets boring, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah Morgan's he's, crap he's, at the moment. Yeah, he's now now failed four times. Like, what, what else do we need to say? Pick right? the wrong um, team. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. drop Pick the wrong team. Lost, dropped a catch. Kind of, he's, he's, he hit no runs. And he's not hit anyone's rages. He's having a think, pretty bad. Pretty I bad think he should do the honourable thing and fall on his sword and give the captaincy back to TK. Well, what's, what's it called in um, Japan where they? Yeah, um, seppuku. 
Sapuku, yeah, yeah. Old, so, Harry Kiri. So, um, so there we go. But um, that's what we think. Uh, Max, who do you think the top four teams to qualify for the playoffs are from uh, Aditya Rai? Um, CSK, DC, RCB. Uh, I'm going Mumbai. Yeah, Mumbai. Yeah, the experience. I just the, the other the others are just all too hit and miss. I think they'll blow it. Okay, okay, uh, fine. And then, do you, do you think England should pick another spinner in the T20 squad from Rashford or Dimri? Uh, yes, I, I think that's that's probably a fair thing to say. Um, Balls right. that one up. Max and I are going to go to the pub, so um, we are going to wrap it up there. So um, thank you ever so much for watching. There's about what 200 people watching at the moment or whatever. So if you could all like uh, this video, that would be marvellous and subscribe to our YouTube channel um, and then follow us at The Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, thank you very much for watching and uh, yeah, good night. Goodbye. You're listening to The Cricket Podcast. Podcast Network.